Adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Dave, this is hopefully going to be a quicker show because I have no idea when I'm going to have enough time to edit this down. But we don't want to bury or bury the lead here because I got a text message from you saying, look at this picture of my new Under Oath album. Somehow... You got it very early. I've been looking around. Apparently, everyone but me. <laughs> That's what you get for spending all that money I know. on that big package. That was so fucking dumb. Hey, I know big packages, all right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's not even go any further without hearing about this because I know you listened to the entire thing. Shoot. Yep. So it was originally not supposed to be my house till Thursday. And I checked the tracking again. It says, hey, it's going to be on your doorstep today. So, got home, put it on, um, made sure to have a nice calm room because I had to dissect every song as I went through it. Sure. And I'm not under oath bias, you know. I I, I wouldn't put any of the under oath albums of my top albums of all time. Okay. I like songs off their albums. I wouldn't say I like the albums as holes. Um, There's some diehard under oath fans out there that um we talk about this every week people who take bands to their grave you know like they'll defend it no matter what even if it's shit music right so this one i kind of came in kind of fresh to under oath because like i said not really on board um the beginning of the album i will say it hooked me pretty good um of course that track two rapture came in and <laughs> i had to go find something to do for three minutes sure. um it goes up and down um I would say that it goes heavy song, light song, heavy song, light song, heavy song. And then to the, well, the B side of the vinyl, it really struggles there in the mid middle of that album. Um, It kind of fell flat right there for me. And it kind of picked up the song. Bloodlust is so, so bad. Oh, it's real repetitive. They repeat bloodlust in your face a hundred times. Sure. It, It was a bit much, but the closing track was a total bring me rip off because it sounded just like them. Um, it was boring. Um, <laughs> I think when I, my first listen, I think I highlighted five of the 11 tracks. I would say, Hey, I kind of like these. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty picky about songs. So maybe there's a couple on there that won't grow on me. I'm not, not going to lie. Um, they just won't. That's not my thing. They don't really hook me in like a, a song should. Um, but I, I mean, for me, the Under Oath thing, it's, I didn't expect to be blown away. I didn't expect to be let down. So 
I think I'm pretty uh, fair to say that five out of 11 is kind of what I've expected. Um, <laughs> but the, the songs that are like low points, man, let's put it like this. Rapture is not the worst song. Wow. All There's right. the, uh, two to three worse. Damn. Two for sure. Well, I guess I'll, uh, I won't hold my breath, I guess is the right way to put it. Yeah, I mean, but I will say the songs that are really good, they do stand out. And you'll be able to tell, uh, before I listened to it, I even told uh, Nikki, I'm going to hate this song called I Hate It that has no spaces <laughs> because it, 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 that song is really terrible. But um, there's a couple I can feel they're going to really push on radio and sure. they, as, as expected, really. But the ones that I feel like they're going to push, I'm going to enjoy because they felt really catchy and clean for the most part. And um, Spencer did what he should be doing. And Aaron actually showed himself a couple times. So, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I started to let you down a little bit here, but. Well, I mean, that's kind of the issue with having to go out and pre order something. It's kind of the risk you take, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that is what I'm always worried about. That's why I only do pre orders for certain bands because it's just insane. Like, for instance, we are actually going, not only do we want a shorter show tonight, but then also we cut a lot of the albums out of what we're going to do for album reviews because we couldn't find most of them. Oh, I know. We cut out a whole bunch. And that's because we are not going to just willy-nilly pre-order. We, we just don't have the money to do that. No. You take that kind of risk there and you go, okay, well, for a band that I really love, I'm going to take a chance. That's why I spent so much money on that bundle. And look, you and I have had differing opinions on albums, so yeah. I'm not just going like, oh, no, I'm, you know, now I'm not going to like it. You never know. And it'll be fun to come back and maybe have a back and forth if there is a difference. But, I mean, you just had it lying on your doorstep, so what are we supposed to do, not talk about it? Yeah. Um, so I have it here. Track one is uh, It Has to Start Somewhere. That's a really good song. Um, of course, On My Teeth. On My Teeth followed by the song Wake Me. I have kind of mixed feeling on, but I'll give it a pass. I think you'll enjoy that one. Okay. Uh, Bloodlust is uh, not good. Sing With You is not good. Okay. I, I hate it. Not good. Hold Your <laughs> Breath. Good song. I think you'll oh, enjoy that one a lot. I just said I wasn't going to do that, though. Oh, <laughs> curses, if only I knew. No Frame is really bad. I think that might be the, the lowest point of the album. And the song In Motion, I think you'll enjoy a lot. And the closer I gave up is where I gave up. So. Oh, well, on that note, I think we'll make two quick announcements before we go on. One is if my voice fluctuates tonight, it's because once again, I'm probably getting sick. I am sick. <laughs> Dave is sick. That was going to be my other announcement. Northeast weather went from 65 degrees to 15 with a yep. lot of snow today. So yep. the human body is not made to deal with that, especially when you're talking a long period of time. So my only hope is that in a couple days I go to New Orleans and that has good weather and I'll be able to enjoy myself. But that's why we need this episode to be quicker. Otherwise, all of you listening are not going to get this episode for a while. Yeah, um, we're really going to be stretching out the vocal cords tonight. I think so. So Dave, we're going to switch it up again. Let's get to some hate mail. Mail, motherfucker. All right, everyone. It is hate mail time, the time where you get to ask us questions, whether it's about music or not. Obviously, we're fine with both. It's kind of the way it works. You can get in touch with Dave by going to Dave of Doom 
on Instagram. And then, of course, myself, Ian Hates, Ian Hates Podcast, no S, on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and email ianhates at gmail.com. We are going to start today with Hater Nick, who says, I'm surprised no one's asked you about your favorite type of buffalo wings. Yep. On top of that, he goes, I heard you're going to WrestleMania, which I am. And he says, what wrestler entrance would you not be ashamed of or embarrassed of <laughs> listening in a car full of people? And then also on a side note, he says, Roman sucks. And for anyone that doesn't know that, that is Roman Reigns. So we'll sidestep that for right now. Maybe I'll talk about that when I get back from WrestleMania. But Dave, yeah. how about we start with some Buffalo Wings? Oh, man. I like anything Buffalo related, but instantly makes me sweat and I feel sick within five minutes. Oh, So I kind man. of just stay away from the Buffalo flavor at the time. And I go for like any type of like Kentucky bourbon sauce or whatever like that. Um, Pussy. I'm not a spicy guy, man. Uh, I can't do hot stuff. Gotcha. I get like... I get really bad like indigestion and I just it just messes me up. Oh Dave, what are we gonna do with you? Put me down, man. It's probably time. It's time. It's time. What about you? So I am a wings connoisseur. Uh-huh. It's kind of my thing. So sure, I'll eat the occasional like Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. Yeah. But if we're talking about my favorite wings, I actually make my own famous wings. Famous slash favorite wings. Oh, okay. So when I make them, I use 10 to 12 different styles of hot sauce. Uh-huh. And I go through a whole baking process. I don't fry them. And I fucking love them. So <laughs> I'm hotter the better, but I need yeah. taste with that hotness. Yeah. Like I think I mentioned on the show when I went to Vegas, one of the dumbest things I've ever done in my life was a ghost pepper wing challenge. Never, Sounds ever, horrible. ever. Yeah. Never do it. Ever. It's dumb. No, thanks. Yeah. It's idiotic. <laughs> it's stupid. There's no reason to do it. Just get some tasty wings for yourselves. (laughs) Boneless or bone-in? Bone-in. Okay. For me, anyways, I think they actually have a different flavor. Yeah. All right. What about now? I know you're not a huge wrestling fan, but did you find a track? Did you find an entrance that you enjoyed? (laughs) I didn't find a single one (laughs) I enjoyed, man. (laughs) It's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. I think you have to like wrestling to, you know, kind of like that. Yeah. Well... There have been wrestlers in the past that have used actual songs. So like CM Punk used Cult uh-huh. of Personality, which is a great right. song. So obviously you could put that on the car. That's on the radio, you know, I'm sure all the time. For me, though, there is a big star in NXT, which is the like the level lower than WWE. It's like it's like a feeding system for all WWE. Right. It's where people kind of get their chops. They figure out how to do things. There's a guy who's probably going to win the championship this weekend. His name is Alistair Black. Uh-huh. His song, and I, I have to look it up again. I forget exactly what it's called. I'm sure it's a good one. It's called Root of All Evil. And he came out to it once when Code Orange was actually playing it for him live. <laughs> so he also, in a shoot interview, said that he loves black metal. Hmm. So I'll play a little bit of it right now, and then people can tell me You know, did you bang your head? Did you not? Whatever. I'm not (laughs) embarrassed by it. So here it is. Yeah. 
There we go, Dave. All right. So thank you very much, Hater Nick. Let's move on to Hater Rick. Now, if anyone doesn't know Hater Rick, this is Rick who does the awesome Ian Hates Conversations designs. Yep. Oh, Rick. So thank Rick anytime you get a chance to speak with him. Awesome guy. Anyways, what are your favorite Oreos? Oh, boy. This was tough. This was the tough one? This was. I think... (laughs) You know, for a while, it was on the whole entire... When they, anytime they come out with a new flavor, I, I I get it no matter what. Just to see what I'm up against. All right. And You're sure this you know, doesn't I mean, hurt your tummy? This does. <laughs> Dude, if I eat too much of those birthday court cake Oreos, oh, man, I feel like I want to puke. They're so, like, sweet. But I go back to just the original double-stuffed Oreos, man. Okay. Now, do they make a triple stuff at all? I hope. Okay. So here's my thing. I never, ever eat Oreos except for one time a year. What what time is this? Winter time. Because during the whole entire year, I don't care about regular Oreos. I've actually, I don't think I've had any of the special Oreos before. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, never any of those ones. But from the month of November to December, they have the limited edition white fudge Oreos. Oh, those aren't here. I have yet to have any of those. They should be across the entire country. I always check, man. Really? I, I get them if I saw them, yeah. You need to move out of fucking Ohio, man. <laughs> you were missing out. <laughs> yeah, man. Those are my go-to every single winter. I normally buy a few more boxes like to store. Yeah. You know, for the rest of the year kind of thing. But really, that's it. I love, I mean, my whole thing with Oreos, and I'm sure they are with you too, with double stuff. It's the cream, man. So it's about. Wow. You just went all fucking robot voice. (laughs) It was like you were so excited to say you love cream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's going on with your thing. Sometimes it's fuzzy, sometimes not. I don't know. I don't know if the listeners can tell that well. It's, it's, It's a Dave problem, I'm sure. It's always a Dave problem. Always. I do love that we're getting these questions that I used to joke around about. We got to think <laughs> yeah. about more like questions to joke around about so that people will actually ask them. But the final question is for me. Because, Dave, I'm going to ask you, have you ever been in bands before? Nope. Okay. Have you, I think you have. Yes. That is the question that Rick asked. And he said, what was the name of the band and what genre did we play? Now, my issue here is that no one has this name. Okay. So I don't want to say it because I actually (laughs) want to use it in the future. Yeah. So I can't do it now because someone will easily take it because it is, I'm not joking, it's an awesome fucking name. It's so emo screamo. It's so great. So I can't, (laughs) I can't tell you, Rick, and I apologize. I cannot tell you. But instead that we were mostly cover band kind of stuff. Yeah. So we did like Yellow Card, Breaking Benjamin, Marilyn Manson. Like it went all over the place. Okay. And then when I did solo material, I just did acoustic stuff under my own name. Okay. So that was just basically be found on the internet? No. No. Oh boy. No, I made sure no one was recording. (laughs) That's not a thing. Obviously that's why people don't really have pictures of me, because I don't do that kind of thing. So instead what I did was I made up four band names that I think would be great for my music. All right? Okay. Yep. First one, Garbage. But then I found out that was already taken. So oh, shit. had to move on for that one. Next one, 
Alicean. Hmm. You get mm-hmm. it? You get it? Yeah, I see it. Then Chugga Doom. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah. And my final one, Funeral for a Social Media Friend. All sounds solid. Never, never heard of these ever before. I like how you didn't give me like a big laugh or anything. You're just like, oh, that bit failed. <laughs> I got you, Dave. I got you. I get what you're so, putting down. But genre-wise, you say you're a post-hardcore type of guy. Like if you were, if you were to start a band right now, is that the route you'd go? Absolutely. Okay. Just I, I, oh, I yeah. figured as much. Just had to make sure. No, I would try to do the whole screaming over top of someone doing clean vocals and I might even do clean vocals instead of the scream, yeah. but uh-huh. either way, I think it's just fun. As long as you're doing the back and forth, that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. And now, I'm assuming if you start a band, it would be country music? Oh, definitely. Yeah, makes sense. Outlaw? Country bluegrass. Yeah, outlaw country? Uh-huh. <laughs> We're actually going to like talk about that later. Psychobilly? Like something like that? Oh, something yeah, like of weird. course. Yeah. Thrash, psycho, country, outlaw punk. Yeah, something... It, it'll it'll change the game. That screams Dave. Uh-huh. It definitely does. Psycho so, Billy. <laughs> Psycho Dave. <laughs> See? There you go. Create my own genre. Well, thank you guys once again, Hater Nick and Hater Rick. Wow, look at that. Hater Nick, Hater Rick. Thank you very much for the questions. Once again, everyone, feel free. We'll have to think of some weird questions that people can ask us. But even if it's not weird questions, you can just ask us questions in general. So... We'll get back to that another time. Obviously, we're kind of running through this right now. So, Dave, why don't we get to scene news? Let's go. All right, everyone. It is scene news time, and we start off with story of the year, parting ways with their guitarist slash bassist, Philip Moon Sneed. I'm sure people have heard that name before. He's been around, that's for sure. But the reason why we're bringing this up is because, once again, this seems to be an unamicable split. Yeah, not good. Make a comeback album, then kick, then have a guy leave. Never good. With sold-out shows. Yeah. <laughs> very, very weird. Yeah. Story of the year, say everything's amicable. You know, we've let him go because he has lots of other projects to do and blah, blah. He comes on and does a full thing saying how he did not know that and they had just been done with two sold out shows and then management went to him and let him go. Ooh. Yeah. Very weird. So yeah, you never know who really to believe. You know, maybe they did have a conversation with him and then, you know, he just wants to save face. Yeah. It's completely possible. But, you know, I'm sure he'll do an interview with someone at some point. Yeah, throw, throw some people under the bus. We'll see. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. Next up, Devil Driver, and I did mention this earlier, they are going to be doing covers of Outlaw Country songs. Oh, boy. And now, what scared me originally was I was like, well, I don't want Devil Driver doing country music, even if it is Outlaw Country, but apparently it's going to be in the style of metal that they do just covering the country songs. And that's awesome. I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're covering some old Willie Nelson. They're covering some Eagles, some Johnny Cash. I mean, those are bands that do have better lyrical content. It's not like he's covering Garth Brooks. No. Or he. It's not like Devil Driver. 
is covering Garth Brooks. So that is yeah. something. And then also, there's pretty much a guest vocalist for every track almost. And one of them is friend of the show Wednesday 13. So I think that'll be pretty yeah. awesome. If drinking don't kill me, George Jones. Her memory will. Uh-huh. That's a good title. Yep. <laughs> I'll give them that. Country music sometimes, they can get the titles right. Because what are they talking about? Drinking a lot, trucks, and women. And maybe their dog. Sometimes, yeah, the occasional dog. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a dog. That is true. But who knows? <laughs> I mean, we'll probably review this for the show, I would think. Yeah, I'd imagine. It just depends on the week. We did we did uh, cover a Toy Story or a, a Disney album. Oh, once. I think we'll cover this. That is great. Yeah, don't remind me, please. Thank you. <laughs> please and thank you. And now some sad news here. This is actually weird because a lot of people messaged me about this. The basis for Caven, his name was Caleb Schofield. I'm so bad at pronouncing names. I hope that's correct. But he died in a car wreck relatively close to where I was. Mm, that's not good. Yeah, it was a toll plaza. And apparently he tried to switch lanes at the last second. Like, I don't know why you would do that. No. But apparently he did with his truck. And the wreckage was so bad that they couldn't even identify the gender. No, dude. They have like a picture of the truck on that ad, on that um, um, uh, website that article. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> they have a picture on that article and it is uh brutal man like i i can't imagine even coming across that i know people were around to see it too apparently someone tried to actually go in and help and the flames wow. were too much and just couldn't do it i mean it was nasty it was really really nasty i don't know why they still have the toll plazas in general i mean most of mass at least you know 90 and everything that's you know a highway here yeah, they've they've changed to those ones where all the cameras are just above you. Yeah, it sucks that this is still around. They still, uh, at least from the recording of this, they don't know what might have happened. I I don't know either. Look, Caven was a good band. They're a local band. I know they helped a lot of people out, like through the scene and you know helping other bands, and then also they made some pretty damn good music too. Yeah, it's really unfortunate to hear. All the best to their family, to the band, to his other band. It, you know, anyone he touched in his life, it just fucking sucks. Next up, they announced Hardcore Fest for July, what, 25th to 27th? Uh, yeah. No, uh, that was wrong. See, that's why I can never trust you, Dave. 27th <laughs> to 29th. Yep. And this is in Philly. You know, I'm definitely not going there. But no, no one wants to go to Philly. <laughs> There are a lot of bands on this, and I want to make note of two, 18 Visions and Knock Loose. Yeah, I would say uh, there's a couple on there, but just not many that I'd really be interested in. But remember, um, you said this when you did your review for Knock Loose. I've said this many times when talking about hardcore bands. A hardcore band festival would be a oh lot yeah. of fucking fun. Oh, definitely. So if you're I in bet, that I area, yeah, if you're yeah, in that area, you should probably go to that. Do you think people in Philly even can tolerate other people in Philly? No. They're horrible, horrible yeah. people. It's a horrible <laughs> city and horrible people. These are facts. Yeah. This is I mean, even people who might like the show who are listening in Philly right now are like, yeah, that's true. It's the only football team to throw snowballs at Santa Claus. Not only snowballs, they literally threw batteries at Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Santa. Yeah, they're fucked up people. We all know that. <laughs> We're laughing and yeah. joking about it, but we all know 
it's a fucked up city with fucked up people. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, we're not saying anything new. All right, so I am sick of this. We're not even going to go through it. But on our prep sheet, we do have that the Metal Hammer nominees for their Golden Gods Awards or whatever the fuck have been announced. We're not even going to go through it. Yep, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. In the immortal words of the brand new Bullet for My Valentine song, I'm over it. (laughs) And another thing I'm over too, to bring it up, because sure, we're not going to talk about nominees for this shit. We probably will make fun of AP and Rock Sound. For sure. When they have their awards, yeah, we'll make fun of it. Other award shows, whatever. But I'm completely over AP as well because once again, on April Fool's, they have a dumb fan site for My Chemical Romance announcing that they're going to be coming back and AP reported on it like it was actual news without doing (laughs) any fact-checking whatsoever. Nope. I'm sick of it. I'm just... Unbelievable. They're pieces of shit. Like, they are pathetic. Yeah, I I don't know how... The people like they're journalists. They're not really like paid, right? There's no way like you would they think hire no people. Okay, I mean, I would assume. I mean, I would assume that they have freelance writers, which I think they would pay, and then they've got yeah. their main staff. I mean, come on, they have a huge headquarters out in like fucking Ohio uh, by you. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. Yep, Cleveland rocks. Kind of. Anyway, not really. I I just it's so fucking annoying. And what's great, like I said. I did unsubscribe from everything, AP and Rock Sound, but every once in a while on Twitter, someone shares a story like it's real. And it's just so poorly written, and it's such absolute bullshit. And I think I figured it out. I think I know why AP always reports on anything My Chemical Romance. What do you think? So AP has become so pathetic over the years that My Chemical Romance are so much bigger than they are that if, I'm not even going to say when, I'm going to say if, my Chemical Romance ever get back together, AP will not be the people they call. No. If they get back together, they'll talk to an actual paper. They'll contact an actual media outlet. Because My Chemical Romance, they eclipse everything that AP ever wanted to be. Yeah. So that's why they're like, right now, they're got to be like, oh, well, we've got to announce this like we have anything to do with anything. They will be copying someone else's article when My Chemical Romance get back together. And I like saying when because I do hope for it when they want to do it. But the thing is, yeah. it's really if. Yeah, it's a big if. But once again, fuck them. Because you shouldn't be playing with people's emotions like that. And do some actual fucking fact checking. Like, it's not hard. That's the one thing about April Fool's Day. Yeah. No one believes anything on April Fool's Day. That's the way you should be every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> you should be checking facts all the time. Yeah, those those pesky little facts. It's tough, man. It's really tough. That goes for the next story, too. We're only going to spend a second on this because apparently people think that you can make articles out of tweets, so they make the clickbait headline. Caleb from Beartooth tells us when the album's going to come out, but his tweet doesn't <laughs> say that. It just says he's no. working hard on it. Yeah. Uh... And yet those are articles to people somehow. Yeah, I could go into a whole Beartooth segment, so I don't know if we should even dive into this yet. Nah, not yet. We have plenty of time before the <laughs> album comes out. So fuck them again. Not Beartooth, the actual people that think a tweet is actual news. Yeah. Then we have MXPX. They are launching a Kickstarter campaign for their new album. It's their first in six years. I'm not fan enough to pay them money 
for that. Same here. Yeah. Sorry. Not at all. I mean, but if you are an MXPX fan, go check it out because I'm sure they have a lot of good rewards. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but just not not for Ian and I. Not this one. You know, I did the whole thing for Crazy 88, and I've done from first to last, and, you know, there are other bands that I've done it for, but I'm just not enough of a fan. Yep. Uh, who didn't see this one coming, Dave? Someone wants <laughs> attention, and it's not me this time. Mr. Frankie Paul... Mr. Frankie Palmieri. I forget how you say his last name. I just call him Frankie. Frankie from Amur. I guess he just got his feelings really hurt, though I think it's more, once again, for attention. And he <laughs> teamed up with someone. Couldn't even get the full band. Couldn't nope. even get Amur <laughs> to make a diss track back at you know Franz and Attila. Instead, he partnered up with some Jamoke. I don't fucking know who it is. And no, I have no idea. They made a diss track, which I'm not even going to play because it's so bad. Yeah. And to be expected. Yeah. Franz wants attention. Yeah. But he'll do a fun call out song. Like we already went in the debate about that. So we don't. That wasn't like an amazing song. But I'll tell you, it's much better than that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then he calls out like not having a label makes them less of a band. Like they're irrelevant. Uh-huh. That's not how music works, man. Nope. What label is Amur on? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because no one gives a shit about their shitty band. Except for Josh. No. That's it. Yep. So fuck Josh. him. Josh. Come on, Frankie. I know you're listening. Come on the show. Come on the show. I we'll have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Dave, I guess I got news that basically I guess I'm never going to die. Ian is immortal. Oh, so you won't ever pass away from all these shows. You'll keep it. How many episodes do you think you'll be able to put out? Infinity or will there be a limit? Oh, I'm going to get bored at some point. You'll run out of bands. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, something can still kill me, but if nothing kills me, I'm immortal. So uh, the show okay. is probably still going to kill me. Yeah. But Touché. apparently in the study that I know a lot of people are passing around, it says that if you go to live music, you actually get a feeling of contentment, which will actually help you live longer sometimes maybe up to like nine years is what they project. That's such a weird study, man. Well, yeah, let's dive into that just for a little bit. So one, they are basically saying that if you're content in life, you're happier, you have less stress, you're going to live longer. That's basic shit. Yeah. If you had tons and tons of money and you didn't have stress because that allowed you either not to work or to do whatever, you would live longer. Yeah. That's what um, happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just common sense, yeah. But the reason why this study focuses on live music is because it was put on by O2. Okay. And O2 has that giant music arena, their whole music conglomeration or whatever. Uh-huh. So obviously, they put on the study, it's going to be more in favor of what they're looking to promote. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's so funny when people share the article, like, look, look at me, like I go to concerts all the time. They didn't really read it. They just read the title of it. Yep. So if you looked into it, it's like Ticketmaster saying, oh, guess what? You're going to live longer because paying extra service fees are really great for your health. Very much so. So you can't trust any of this. Giving us money on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> you know extra life that's going to give them? Yeah. I've done studies, Ian. Dave has done- 25 years. Dave has done studies that if you give money to the Ian Hates Patreon- you will live another 25 years, at least. Yeah. At least. At least. Yeah. You'll be a mortal like me. Yep. 
Sources, me. Sources, AP, when they picked this up. <laughs> so yeah, just once again, people, like, check what you're reading. Check the sources. I'm not saying it's not true, but you got to be smart enough to know that if you don't have stress in your life and you have a feeling of contentment, you'll probably live longer if someone doesn't fucking shoot you. Yeah. There you go. Someone doesn't shoot you because you said Batman v Superman is a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> oh. Or that Black Panther is a good movie, but not the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Anyway, Dave, I think that is the end of scene news. Did I miss anything? Um, uh, No, I think we covered it. Good. And on that note, why don't we go to our favorite part of the show? All right, Dave, favorite part of the show means it's time for album reviews. Now, once again, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the show, there were a lot of albums that were released this week. And normally we say, okay, well, if we didn't like something, we're not going to cover it, whatever. This time, I couldn't get most of them. Yeah, they were pretty tough. I think I could find like some on YouTube, but there were still two or three that were just gone. And that's also a pain in the fucking ass. Yes. (laughs) So. Instead, and because we want a shorter show anyways, we are going to focus on the three biggest albums. Yep, let's do it. So first up, we have Light the Torch, Revival on Nuclear Blast Records. This is Accessible Metal slash Alternative. They used to be called The Devil You Know. We actually played at least one of the singles when they were called that name, but... Apparently, there were legal issues, and they had to change their name to Light the Torch. Okay. So, 12 tracks, no filler. This is a supergroup. It has Howard Jones, you know, ex-Killswitch Engage, Francesco Artisato, maybe? Okay, yeah. On guitar. It's a nightmare of a word. Yeah. He's ex-All Shall Perish. Then you've got Ryan Wambacher on bass from Bleeding Through, and you have Mike Scuzz. Scalara on drums and he's in or was in I think it's he is in Extinction AD okay. so it is a super group okay. and I apologize yep. once again for butchering names that's what I do anyways I've always been a fan of Howard Jones so of course I do like this album I know a lot of people don't you know they're not oh, a huge yeah. fan of like the crooning kind of style of yeah. his voice I do understand that but I like his voice and I like his delivery and in this album, they really focus in on him doing the clean vocals compared to a lot of the unclean vocals, which he's been known to do in the past. So, Dave, what do you think? Um, I mean, it is kind of dad rocky, I would say. <laughs> um, it's a good sound, though. I wouldn't mind this on the radio. I mean, I could sure see this at a couple of the festivals that I wouldn't want to go to, but I don't mind. I mean, I just don't know if I paid money to be there. Sure. But I mean, I can appreciate it for what it is. It's it's good, but not great for what I generally listen to. Right. Um, and you probably aren't surprised at all by that. I am not. <laughs> I am absolutely not. Yeah. This is good radio rock. Yeah, it's good radio yeah, rock. Because yeah, because the way I look at it is even Kill Switch Engage was radio yeah. rock. You yeah. know, it was kind of more on that metalcore side, maybe. But even then, 
as Howard did a lot more clean vocals, it became more accessible. That's why I said accessible metal, because I really do believe that's what this is. But that doesn't mean that it's done improperly or not well. Like everything is done really, really well on this album. Yeah. They just really focus in on the melody and the catchiness and really limit. They kind of rein in those unclean vocals. And those are obviously done for a reason. Yeah, definitely. They're really going for a certain audience for their sound. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But in general, big focus on melody and catchiness, good riffs. I had fun listening to it. I think they put two really good feet forward with those singles. Because I think those singles were really good. They had music videos for both of those, correct? Because I'm pretty sure I watched one of the music videos, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch them. But, so let's go ahead and take a listen to The Bitter End. So once again, that's Light the Torch Revival on Nuclear Blast Records. Man, I can feel my voice going. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. All right. Moving on, we've got Escape the Fate, I Am Human on 11.7. No. Wait, is it 11.7? It's not Tragic Hero Records? On iTunes, it's listed as Better Noise Records. What the fuck? This is Popcore. (laughs) <laughs> 14 tracks of pain <laughs> well you beat me to it i was gonna say no filler technically but just because there are no interludes or intros or bullshit like that doesn't mean this album isn't full of garbage yeah dude this is this is like that sh- a shitty casserole you guys just had during that easter dinner like this thing no one's fucking touching and no one likes casserole to begin with exactly <laughs> Green bean casserole right here. You know, I really, really wanted to come on the show and have a debate with you about it and just be like, I knew you were going to hate it. And then maybe I love it. And then we go back and forth. And that's a lot of fun. Instead, (laughs) we're just going to trash this shit. Oh, my God, man. But first, I do want to mention, I am a fan of Craig Mabbitt. I think he's a great vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's really good at what he does. He is awesome at going back and forth between clean and unclean vocals. He's got a pretty unique voice as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely stands out, yeah. But one of the things I've noticed throughout the years is I started to really gravitate more towards Dead Rabbits, his side project, you know what I mean? Compared to Escape the Fate. So what I'm going to say about this is this might not be the worst Escape the Fate album because at least you remember why you don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are albums in their discography that you just don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think, what is this number six for them? Seven, six? six. Yeah. So, and that's even including the one with Ronnie, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's just tough. I mean, I I do want to mention before we even, I'm not going to go track by track. That song, Empire, still 
sounds like that Lord track Royals. I said <laughs> it, it when it came out. It's so weird. If anyone hasn't made that connection, please just go. I know it's weird me saying go listen to Lord. Just look up that track and hear the yeah. beat and hear the cadences. It's almost uh-huh. exactly the same. It really is. Uh, I, I've heard many people say that in discussion boards. <sighs> they're copying the show again. Again. They're at it again. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. What I will say about this album right away, because I do have a little bit for this, but I'm going to say this right now. What I did like about this was they went back a little bit to the sound from This War Is Ours. Okay. Which for me is still the best Craig Mabbitt version of Escape the Fate. Yeah. All right. So that was catchy and it had really great hooks and it had some unique stuff. Now, there were some, you know, poor lyrics here and there, but nothing yeah. compared to this album. <laughs> no, dude, there's no way. What did I put on Facebook? I, I listened to this very early in the morning on Friday yep. when it came out. Wait, what a way to start a Friday. Why would you do that? I don't know, man. I don't know. I was so punch drunk from finishing the, you know, the show from the other night. And uh, I was just like, let me listen to this. Hopefully it's awesome. And what I said was, and what I still want to know, I would love to meet the kid that wrote this album. I was going to say the uh, four-year-old upstairs, she sent in some lyrics and sure enough, she made the album. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Have anyone challenges me on that? No adult wrote this. Yeah, and we made a little bit of a comparison through text messages of uh, another band that kind of did this late last year for us, if you do remember. Uh, My Enemies and I. Yes. Yes, this was very, very similar. Very similar. Not dark, though. You know, yeah. not like the fake dark that My Enemies fake and dark. I tried to you know do. That album was garbage when it came to lyrics. This one is almost as bad. Let's say almost yeah. as bad. Yeah, (laughs) there was one track that I was okay with, and that was the first track. I didn't think Beautifully Tragic was that bad. Yeah, people say this album started like, eh, but by the end, they're like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, it just progressively got worse. Well, Beautifully Tragic should have actually been the last track in the album. Okay. And I'm assuming that it was there before, and then they realize, whoa, no one's going to make it to that track. If we don't put it somewhere <laughs> close to the beginning. <laughs> and obviously, I'm trying to, I'm projecting that they have any intelligence. Yeah. But I don't know. Trying. I yeah. thought they pushed this album back. Oh, man. They, yeah, they pushed us back a couple of weeks. I don't know if they were just trying to save us, you know. I guess I, I don't know, man. I knew they were going for a sound change. Like I said, I like the going back to this War Czars kind of sound. I did like that. But then you notice right away that they are also taking a step back from the unclean vocals as well. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's the reason why this is poor. That's not the reason. But it doesn't help. Not at all, no. Because why would you take away one of the great dynamics of the band, which is Craig being able to go back and forth between clean and unclean vocals? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you would cut that. That's just... Let's go ahead and make our band less diverse. Okay, yeah. let's just cut this. I, I don't understand. That'll work really, really fucking well. <laughs> All right, so here's my bit, Dave. And I didn't run this by you, but I think we should do it. Okay. I have gone ahead because I consider this album to be very juvenile. Yeah. So I have written down the top 10 most juvenile lyrics. <laughs> no way. I did. I went through this. Okay, Dude, okay. I listened to this album like eight times. 
No, I couldn't. I did it twice. I really tried. I tried to really like this. And the 14 tracks, man, that's like a long... You spent some time on this. No, so. I really... Dude, I spend so much time on this fucking show. Like, I really tried. I really tried. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what track these are from. You can fi- you can okay. figure it out, whatever. Yep. I'm letting go because I can't take this anymore since you broke my heart in two. And now I know that you don't love me anymore. So take my broken heart with you. <laughs> Is this a countdown, or are you just listening to 10 bells? Oh, I'm just listening. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going through. I don't know if this is a build-up. No, no, no I can't. I okay. thought about doing that, but that would be way too much time. <laughs> the way you say it just makes me hurt. Love is a four-letter word. Ooh. Why you got to be so complicated? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Avril. Mm-hmm. Before you rob my heart like a gold mine, <laughs> would you bleed for me like I bleed for you? Would you tear your heart open? Let me the truth or give me the truth. Would you bleed for me like I bleed for you, even if I was broken, broken like you? Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Super deep. I set my friends on fire and now. The- <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd pick this one. I thought about I just leaving it there. Part. Okay. I thought about just leaving it there, but I went on. <laughs> I set my friends on fire and now they're all lit up. Welcome to my empire where everybody's fucked up. <laughs> I hear like a frat guy fucking sing that. That's the douchiest part of that's the worst line. No one can top that. It's probably Dump, true. There's two meanings throughout that. Like that, that's Kate. That's packed full. Yes. And no, it's very true. Very true. Here we go. I'm a recipe for disaster. No following, motherfucker. I'm the only master. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that sounds so fucking weird. I know, right? Oh. I don't play well with others. Proceed with caution. Ooh. <laughs> what kind of album is this? Is this like a BDSM? Like, what the fuck? I literally went through this entire, every single lyric of this whole fucking album. Uh, and this is only 10 of them. Yeah. Second to last one, I'm digging my own grave. Because we haven't heard that a million fucking times. Nope. And then last one is the entirety of the track Riot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Dude, I'm not even kidding. The My Enemies and I album, wasn't there a song called Riot? Yeah, just like there's a song on most of these bands, one's called Riot. And they're all horrible. I don't get it. It's like <laughs> once Three Days Grace did it, everyone's like, oh, okay. I guess we can just okay, do it. Okay, I'll start a riot. Yeah, let's start a riot. Start a riot. Let's start a riot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but man, I, I couldn't help myself. I had to go through because I was like, I can't believe they are not only being juvenile, they're being repetitive and they're rehashing other bands' lyrics. I'm not saying that every lyric has to be different. No. You can say the same thing in a different way. But these, I mean, these lyrics have been done a million fucking times. Yeah, you can do one track, like make it like it's obviously supposed to be a joke or funny. Yeah. An entire album, no, man, you're being serious. It's like that old adage you can throw a monkey in a room with a fucking computer. And at yeah. some point, they'll write Romeo and Juliet. I think at the yeah. first time, they'll write this album. 
Oh yeah, this is the first the first run through. <laughs> do we even play any of this shit? I don't know. I don't know. Do we did play for them? My this I I keep thinking of my enemies and I now. Yeah. Um, we did play them one of those. <sighs> the only one I can recommend is beautifully tragic. Fair enough. So by the way, I chose that part of the track because you get to hear a little bit of the song and then you get to hear the guitar solo because that is the formula for the entire album. It's yep. <laughs> verse, chorus, verse, guitar solo. And that's the one thing now that they have going for them is at least the solos, at least the guitarists are talented. Yeah, definitely. Um, poor guys, they have to play these songs. I don't know. They might have had a part in these lyrics too, so it's true. I won't let them off too easy. Well, they didn't because it was some kid. Yeah, yeah. What an awesome program that would be, though. It's just get a kid <laughs> to write your shit, and <laughs> you're just like, oh, yep. there we go. I'll just try and sing it. <laughs> but yeah, I I did want to make a note too, just really quickly. This was an album that I know is very very bad as well because yeah. no one's fucking talking about it. No. No one. Like. No Twitter pictures, no one going like, oh, Escape the Fate, this is the best thing. Like, even if you go to their comment section on fucking YouTube and Facebook, yeah, half of them are saying this is the worst garbage we've ever heard. Yeah, like this is going uh, like under the radar so bad. Like, I haven't heard many people make fun of it even on social media. Exactly. So that's why we're here. Yeah, that's what we do. Look, I would much rather be talking about good music, but if you don't put out good music, I can't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing to talk about here. I don't know if anyone heard that door slam or not, but apparently someone's angry. <laughs> so once again, that's Escape the Fate, I Am Human. The record label on Facebook is 117 Music. Okay. So who fuck, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. And we end tonight with friend of the show, Alisana, with the Lost Chapters EP on Revival Recordings. This is a post-hardcore screamo alternative band, six tracks. Now, I have been listening to this forever because yeah. I bought Origins. And when you bought that box set, which was fucking awesome, you got this Lost Chapters EP. We were asked to not share it with people that didn't buy Origins because it was like special to us. Yeah. But then they released it. Yep. So now I can talk about it. Good thing. Yeah, I mean... I did like having music that no one else could hear, I guess, in a way, but not really. I like sharing Alisana music. Sharing is caring, Ian. That's what I've heard. Did, yep. did the kid that wrote Escape the Fates album <laughs> tell you that? <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. I'll share my lyric with them. <laughs> oh, so anyways, obviously I love this. Oh, yeah. There's no way anyone who likes, who came up in this music scene dislikes Alisana. It's not possible. Very true. Absolutely true. And so people know these are tracks that were made 
throughout their career, basically, but they were yeah. remastered and pro. It's not like these are raw demos. I would like to know the year for each one. They do have that. Cool. I just I don't have the okay. list in front of me, but they do have that for like basically what album this would go with. Okay. Because some of them do fill in the blanks of the Annabelle trilogy. All right. Yeah. So they do have that, a meaning. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then they also redid Hiatus, that last track, which uh -huh. has done really well too. So I enjoyed everything here. Obviously, it still had, I mean, it felt like it just slots right in with old Alice M. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, you know, a lot of bands, I won't throw any under the bus, but they throw out something like down the road that's not really it's kind of wishy-washy mm -hmm. you know which is cool to give them to us but they don't sound that great right. no these could be <laughs> this, this sound awesome. yeah these could be actual tracks that came out with the original oh albums. definitely yeah, for sure yeah so i don't know maybe i'm biased i don't think so i mean i just really love what they do so i would definitely recommend people go get this i mean i would recommend getting origins if you still can if you're yeah. a, if you're a diehard fan of alisana you should have that because that has a lot of unique stuff that you'll never get. Yeah. So get it now while you can. But yeah, if you can just get this and just go get this as well. But now I have to play Requiem. Okay. Because not only is that, to me, the best song on this track, it's also yeah. one of my favorite now all-time Alisana songs. All right, fair yeah. enough. It has this great like breakdown that really reminded me of Funeral for a Friend. Yep. So just fucking love it. So we're going to play Requiem, and we'll be back. Away with all of your clothes The smell of you disappeared Replaced by deafening calm Last night I tore the last piece Of you from my shaking hand I know you're not coming back I begged you not to leave that now Fuck yeah. So once again, that was Alisana, the Lost Chapters EP on Revival Recordings. So Dave, that is the end of the full album reviews. We just want to make a couple of notes here. Not only did we talk about the Under Oath album, you know, earlier on in the show. Yep. Also, we didn't really have time to go through it as much as we'd want to. But obviously, friend of the show, Johnny Frank of Bill Murray and the March Ahead, his other band chair spelled c-h-a-r-y no c-h-a-y-r i always get that yeah i always get that mixed up that band chair just put out an ep or an album called desk yeah <laughs> and <laughs> this is two female vocalists completely different sound than anything johnny normally makes he also does backing vocals as well as guitar and then produces, obviously, it's a Johnny Frank Productions production, however you want to say that. <laughs> I thought it was really good. It's not normally my style of music. I want to go into it way more in depth, but this is not the show to do it. So I just want to let everyone know that that's out there. 
because they're very, very talented. Yeah, definitely. Um, one to look out for. I don't think it's on Apple Music yet, so check out Spotify. Right. I'd rather do the review when people can actually hear it. Yeah. So that will definitely be coming up. Also, friend of the show, Ascent Like Wolves, had their EP come out. It's called Spirit Vessel. We did an advanced review for that last week, so you know how much we enjoyed it. Hopefully, you got to listen. If you haven't, either go back to the review itself and then go and buy the EP. Support these guys. They definitely deserve it. It is really great post-hardcore, metalcore, just like classic stuff. So once again, that's Ascent Like Wolves, Spirit Vessel on CI Records. Make sure you check that out. Obviously, we can't do the review again because we've done it before. Just know it's really fucking good. I would have rather done that review twice and just skip out there, <laughs> skip the fate. <laughs> I realize that now. I realize the folly in our ways. Oh, well, it was fun. Hopefully people got a laugh out of the lyrics. <laughs> Man, someone out there might have enjoyed this album, just like reconsidered their entire life after <laughs> listening to our review on Escape the Fate. It's all I can hope for. <laughs> they should. Another big note I wanted to put out there is coming up now. I don't know when this episode's going to come out. Like I said, I'm going to be in New Orleans, so I don't want to be editing the entire time that I'm there. But depending on when this comes out, on Friday, April 6th, the band Eyes on Satellites has their brand yep. new EP that's coming out called The Illuminator. I have been able to hear it. It is fucking great. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I just want to put that out there. Make sure you pick that up as well. It's like melodic post-hardcore. Yeah. I've checked them out before. I really enjoy that band. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you're not going to be let down by this. Good. No more letdowns, man. I hope not. <laughs> so on that note, let's talk about other bands that have albums coming out on April 6th. We've got Caliban, Under Oath as we spoke of, Eyes on Satellites, The Wonder Years, Bleed From Within, Divided Minds, The Second After, Canuckle Pook, and like we mentioned, Chair, which actually came out this week. I think it was scheduled for next week. And once again, yep. that's C-H-A-Y-R. Yep. And don't really count on us doing that canoe pook. I'm just going to say it now. <laughs> that one single was really bad. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. There's two out now. Both bad. Ooh. Okay. Well, why not then go ahead, just because you mentioned it, why don't we go to new songs? Yep. You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or can't be out pencil. Shove it up your ass! All right, everyone, it is new song time, and we begin with a new one from The Word Alive. This is Red Clouds. The album Violent Noise comes out May 4 on Fearless Records. Let's take a listen. Yeah, 
now we have At the Gates, A Stair Bound in Stone. The album To Drink from the Night Itself comes out May 18 on Century Media Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Modern Maps with Nightfall. This is Rise Records' newest signing. The album Hope You're Happy comes out June 1. Let's take a listen. Now we have the after image with Cerulean. The new album Eve comes out on May 18 on Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. And now, the new one from Attila. This is Blackout. Let's take a listen. And now Bullet For My Valentine, this is Over It. The album Gravity comes out June 29 on Search and Destroy slash Spine Farm Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Light This City, a grotesque 
Reflection, the album Terminal Bloom, comes out May 25 on Creator Destructor Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Shadow of Intent, Underneath a Sullen Moon. Let's take a listen. And now the April Fool's joke by Periphery. This is Beta. Enjoy. Last up, we have Impending Doom, The Wretched and Godless. The album The Sin and Doom Volume 2 comes out June 22 on E1 Music. Let's take a listen. All right, Dave, no canoe pook there, but what do you think of no. the rest? Um, a lot of stuff to talk about in songs this week, I think. I mean, there's not as many, but some highlights. Um, for the first time in a long time, time I'm long talking time. about the word alive in a, in a positive manner. Yeah, um, that is their best song in years. In years, man. Yep. Like, hopefully they're not tricking us. Oh, right. I'm going to wait for a while before I pre-order it. Wait for a while. Um. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a really good song. Um, yeah. I didn't expect it out of them. I thought, I think they kind of thought they buried the, the, the buried. buried. They buried it. They buried already. the hatchet in their but, old music. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, no. It was actually heavy. Impressive. I haven't said that for a little. Yeah. Look, I hated Dark Matter. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, if this is the direction they're going in again, love it. Keep it coming. I'm all for it. Yep. So, there's this new band um, that signed to Rise called Modern Maps. I'm really into that right now that was good um yeah i liked it it's, it's definitely a different style um agreed it's definitely not post-hardcore um it's like a poppy like grungy yeah it, I'm, I'm interested to see what comes up next yeah. i think they're a pretty solid band i checked them out on social media i agree um it'll be good i think i'm hoping look i like the after image 
Oh man, that was the next one. That's a good one. Yeah, they're new to Tragic Hero. Maybe that's why I had Tragic yep. Hero in my head. Oh, okay. It's possible. I don't know. It's possible. But yeah, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, After Image, I, I love their previous albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure, I know they have one or two out, but I, I play the shit out of those, man. Nice. Um, so I was really pumped to see them come out with this and a music video for it. Yeah. Um, some Something about when they come out with the music video first, it feels like they're more confident almost with the album, you know? I can see that. So yeah, uh, after image is awesome. No, no shocker there. And let's get to the get to the beef here on Attila. It's literally a song about drinking too much at a party. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't stop from laughing. I can't. I'm sure my uh. voice broke there. I, <laughs> but I don't hate that the way I like hate escape the fates recent. You know no, what I mean? Like, I, know, I I understand like hit like i expect this yeah out of them, it's fun say. stupid shit yeah and good breakdowns yeah. and <laughs> and franz still uses his vocals the right way like he's doing all the different styles and one track like i'm fine with that he'll always be better than frankie oh yeah leagues better leagues better so yeah I, it's attila it's attila oh <laughs> uh, i knew you'd enjoy that one now we don't have to spend a lot of time on this but the new quote unquote new periphery track beta. Yeah. It's an April Fool's yeah. joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so a... they just made fun of a bunch of different bands, like yep. their different styles and been like, Oh, we listen to what the fans want and this is what they want. <laughs> so it was just a joke saying like, Hey, suck it. Everyone like this yep. is a shitty music that you like, and we can copy this, but we're going to make our own stuff. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah. There's people I saw all over social media. They won April Fool's. Yeah. Besides crazy 88. Oh yeah, that was good. That was still really good because when they pretended like they broke I up, I thought you shit yourself for a minute. No, there was no way because I know Jared Alonji <laughs> too well. You know why I knew? Because as what? a huge Kickstarter supporter of how much money I put in, they would have contacted yeah. me first. <laughs> There's no way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Lauren would have reached out, I think, and been like, "Hey, Ian, just so you know, <laughs> we we slipped up." <laughs> but what was great about it was. Blaming everything on Jared. Oh, everything was awesome. Yeah, that was really great. And by the way, congratulations to him. He just recently got engaged to his long-term girlfriend, I believe. Yep. After that, bullet for my Valentine. Yeah. Not bad, right? Not bad. I expected. I, I really expected hot garbage, but um, no, not bad at all. I mean, nothing they've really put out has been terrible, terrible. I don't know. I forget what album that is that came out after the one with Scream, Aim, Fire. Yeah, That one wasn't yeah. great. Whenever you start whispering uh-uh. in tracks, it's a little tougher. <laughs> but they're always good live. They're very talented. It's just a question of when they hit that like that mix of catchy and like good guitar work and like something that really grabs you because they are very good at those catchy choruses. Yeah, they're really good at that. And the song was... Um... It definitely felt like Bullet from a Valentine, too. They yeah. didn't lose their sound. I agree. So, yeah, man. I mean, that's it for new songs. But I liked a lot of these. I really did. I don't think I really disliked any of them, really. No, not really. I'd listen to all these again. Yeah. No, for sure. I think, once again, I think the takeaway always from new songs is that there are so many either new bands or bands coming out with albums that we have stuff to look forward to. Yep. See, sometimes you got to be positive, Dave. I try to be. I don't think you do. It's just hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm counting down segments here. I'm pretty sure I went to a concert, so why don't we talk about it? Let's talk about it. Yo, Paige, wake up! 
coming to get you right now. We're getting Taco Bell. I'm so lit. Get up. Paige, get up because I'm so lit right now. Okay, okay, okay. Uh. All right, Dave. I went to a show. I think I mentioned this last week. I went to see The Fever 333 at a bigger club than I thought it was, but still probably the smallest venue in Boston when it comes to shows like that. Okay. And pretty um, up close and personal with them or I did not because I don't like blocking people because I am six five. So that is tougher. (laughs) There were some other tall people there and they don't seem to care about going to the front. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel bad because especially so when you show up to this bar because that's I mean, it's a bar and then it has just like a raised little area that is considered the stage. Yep. It was a cash only bar on top of that. And there were no openers. So very It's pretty cool, honestly. No, I, I like that. I actually <laughs> do like that. I, I don't have a problem yeah. with it. It was just very weird. Like that that was it. I wasn't expecting that kind of thing. So you show up and there's just a white tarp, you know, like over the thing you can call a stage, maybe. And what happened was when they came on stage, they played a rather long video, very politically charged. You know, yeah. showed pictures of Hitler and talked about, you know, racism and, you know, all the political stuff you would think that they would talk about. Yeah. And then yep. the canvas comes down and then they start fucking rocking. You know, the fever is three members. And now Jason Butler is a crazy motherfucker. Oh, no, no surprise there. And pretty much the whole band is, too, because there was scaffolding around the stage, you know, like piping and all that kind of shit. And once again, I don't think I've ever seen a show with Jason Butler where he did not climb on something. <laughs> he climbed on. They over all that place. did it. Yeah, they all climbed on stuff. So that was pretty funny. I guess it's to be expected, but it's still pretty cool. And then one of the things that was kind of interesting was because it was such a small room, he took the microphone away in between you know tracks and actually just talked to everybody, huh. and that was pretty interesting. It was all like. You know, it was political stuff. It was talking about, you know, needing a change. But what I got from him was that they're very genuine. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I was just, how many people were there roughly? Probably like 50. May- okay. Maybe. That's really good. I, I mean, it'd be really cool to be there. Like, to, especially that if, if he like spoke out loud and stuff. Could you, could you get to like get a word in with him after the show or anything? No, they didn't come right out. Okay. And because I just went by myself, like I wasn't trying to get people to go to this, I, I booked right afterwards. I wasn't going to stick around, no. and, you know, like I'm sure Jason would be a really cool person to talk to on the show, but I don't yeah. know if he does this kind of interview kind of thing. Uh huh. So I didn't stick around. Plus, it was a fucking Sunday night and I had editing to do and I needed to get home. Uh-huh. So it was just one of those kind of things. Yeah. But yep. they played more songs than they did on the EP. Oh, what else did they play? Well. Most of it was hip-hop infused. So I think when we hear new tracks, it's going to be mostly hip-hop. Okay. But it was cool to hear him do it. Like, obviously, people know I'm not a huge fan of it. But it was cool when they added in the rock parts to it. Yeah, it's cool to see him live do those tracks. That You know, to see his talent actually go into it rather than, you know, most hip-hop influenced songs we listen to on here. We generally don't like, we don't listen to the next week on new songs. Sure. Yeah. And it's true. Like they did a lot of work. It's only a three piece, but what I yeah. am noticing a lot and what I notice, I know they have a lot of effects and everything too, but I noticed a backing track through a oh, lot okay. of things. And I don't know, man, I, 
I don't go to a concert to hear a backing track. I'm not saying it's bad because they are only three people. Yeah. But the reason why I go to a concert is to hear live music. It's not to hear a backing track. And when you know music like we do, you hear that shit. Yep. So that's one thing I've noticed. And, you know, I started to really notice it a lot when Garrett Russell was on the show, when I had the Ian Hates conversations with Garrett Russell of Silent Planet. Yep. He talked about how at Warp Tour, he was like stunned at how many bands use backing, you know, backing vocals and backing tracks. It's crazy, isn't it? It really is. And I don't like it. No, me neither. I know. I mean, we can't fake podcasting. Some people do, but. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that was a side note. I understand sometimes you get tired, you know, vocally, you might need something to come in overhead. I just wish that wasn't the case. But. Yeah, I still think they're very talented. It was a lot of fun to see them live. Like this is either one of those shows that you say, "All right, one, if the band breaks up, at least I got to see them live in a small venue." Then you go, "Well, if they hit it big, then you also yeah, get to definitely. say, "Hey, I saw them in a very small venue before they're now playing stadiums and shit." Yeah, and from what I've been reading recently is um um he has another side project in the making as well. I'm not surprised. But he also has a new kid. Ooh, a new kid. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how do you have time to do all that? Yeah. That's kind of the crazy thing. That's so Wild, man. He's crazy. Yeah, but really, really fun to see. So if you get a chance to, make sure you catch it. Now, I know they're going out with the used. <laughs> but here's the deal, though. Ow. Everyone's going to yeah. go see that tour. That tour is going to do really, really well. So they're just going to get more and more popular. Yeah, and b- most people will say, "Wow, they sound much better better than oh, the used." They're, I like them. They're going to destroy the used. Like they yeah. should change the headliner at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of fun. Very cool, just to you know hear him talk to everyone. Very genuine. Like he wasn't even trying to change people's minds. He was like, "Hey, we're here to make a change." We're not telling you to come on our side. We're just happy that you also want to see a change no matter what that is. That's awesome. That's a good way to put it, too. Don't shove don't shove things down people's throats, you know? Exactly. So, big fan of that. I have a bunch more shows coming up. Obviously, I have fucking WrestleMania coming yep. up next week. By the <laughs> way, Kane Hill is playing down in New Orleans on that Saturday oh, wow. night, but I already have tickets to other things, so I can't go. Uh. But... You know, what are you going to do? Anyway, Dave, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the end of the show. I can't believe it. This might be our shortest episode. Maybe. Fuck maybe. yeah. Unless we go on some real epic Oh, no, we probably are. Damn it. I shouldn't have spoken. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. Next topic, I'm going to talk about net neutrality, and I want to talk about... Abortions. Um, abortions. Guns. And I want to talk about uh, Warp Tour and <laughs> people... <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Time to end the show. It's time. All right, Dave. End of the show time. Do that thing you do. All right, guys. Ian put out a conversation not too long ago with this character named Billy from Harm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really similar if you've watched the movie Split. It's really good, and there's she feels like there's multiple personalities because her voice changes so much, and it's almost creepy with her accent, man. I thought it was really it cool. Was, you know, it was cool. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, look. I'm like, whoa, 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 different person. Everyone knew I fell in love with that band because I've talked about it many times on the show. I love that EP, What We Know Is a Drop, and I just yep. really enjoyed the conversation, so I hope people listen to it. Yeah, that was a good one. We got to learn a little about Ian through that one, too, guys, so go check that out. Was that the um, Air Force brat part? Yeah. That's coming up in a different <laughs> interview, too. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So check us out on social media. Uh, we gave the plugs. I'm Dave of Doom. Obviously, you're listening to Ian Hates Music right now. Yeah. If you know how to work a phone, you should be able to find us. Well, um, on that note, though, by the way, Dave, I should speak yeah. to this. So you are listening right now, but you might see people complain or you might have complained at some point that you weren't able to listen to the show. Ooh. I will say it is weird. Some people iTunes works. Some people iTunes doesn't. It's weird. It works for me sometimes. It doesn't work for me at other times. I have been working very diligently. I actually spent part of my Friday night working with the website and with iTunes, trying to see what the issue was, taking crazy screenshots and source code and all this kind of shit. Yeah. But for anyone, if you see someone complain that they can't hear it, send them a link to all the yep. other places that you can listen because you can definitely listen every single time. There is no episode that's going to come out that you can't listen to because if it's not on iTunes or sorry, it's going to show up on iTunes, but if for some reason yeah. it doesn't load, that's their problem. That's not my problem. So then go to SoundCloud, go to Stitcher, Google Play Music, Pocket Cast, Cast whatever the fuck, Podknife, all these places. Plus, also, you can go to the website. Not only can you stream from the website, you can download the MP3 from the website. Yep. You always have been able to. There's a download link on every single one. I actually listened to my very first episode ever on your website. Oh, very nice. You're the one person that goes to the website. Yep, yep. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but yeah, just a note that, yes, I am definitely working on the issue, even though no one seems to know what the issue is. It is being worked on. I pay a lot of money for website fees, for SoundCloud, for all this shit. That way you guys can all get it for free. So just take a look around and the episodes will be there. Yep. Like I said, get a hold of us. Ask us more questions. I, I like these questions. They're getting pretty tricky right now. You know, they're really going undercover. I like them as well. <laughs> yes, that is true. I like answering questions. I do. Yep. It's one of my favorite part. Probably my favorite segment. Really? Some weeks. But we say, on the album yeah, we say our favorite part <laughs> of the show is album reviews. Do we have to change that? Yeah, man. We catch a bad week every now and then. It's not my favorite. We can't be lying to people, Dave. Nope. I'll let you know when it's okay. not my favorite. How about All that? right. That works. That works. <laughs> but yeah, Dave, are you good? Oh, I'm good. Everyone, please share this with your friends. Talk to bands. If you like that conversation with Harm, reach out. Let them know. Tell them you're checking out their music because you listen to the conversations. Bands love to hear that. Tell a friend. Do all that stuff. That is the most important thing. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. I have a huge rant to go on probably next week or the week after about people following and unfollowing. It's been getting oh, worse boy. recently. So I yeah. have some stories about that. But other than that, Dave, I think it's good to call it now. Otherwise, I'm going to keep on fucking talking. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, you know I always leave them. Don't be a dick. There you go. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.
Come. 